answer the question. You're singing in or not. Does rap kind uh, of singing to you? Is that what you're trying to clarify? Well, no, no, no. It's easier for me to, like, come up with, like, I don't know. You know, like, little kids, like, they go around the kitchen and they're, like, come up with their own little songs or whatever off the top of their head. Yeah. For me, it's... it's super easy to do that during Christmas time. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. What Christmas and song is this? <laughs> with the sleigh bells jingles. Uh, okay. okay. I've never actually known how that song goes. Anyway, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know and how... Just decide to sing it while being recorded. I, I don't know most Christmas music because I don't really listen to Christmas music. Because I don't like most Christmas songs. The reason for that being that I am of the very strong opinion that most Christmas music is just... Trash. Is it's nostalgic trash? It, is that what it is to you? It, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's low-tier garbage. Um, no, no, no. See, when you have songs that are but like... Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, though. Perfect example <laughs> of exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so there's songs like that. You have, like, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus or Santa Baby or, Those like... Those are just weird, man. <laughs> most Christmas songs are either, like, complete nonsense, like, like you would say, like, Frosty the Snowman or something. Like, it, it's just... I mean, there's a story. There's a story, but, like, what? Where did this come from? Well, the book was released before the song. Yes. Someone made it a song. Uh-huh. And it just and then helped it... people remember the story, so they liked it. Yeah. And yeah. a pretty dope cartoon. Anyway, the point is... Happy birthday. Happy birthday. (laughs) No, anyway. But no, there's like those mythos ones. There's the, like the Christian ones. And then you have... There's the old ones that aren't Christian. (laughs) (laughs) But all of the just like, like Christmas songs that are not inherently Christian or inherently like have to do like with some mythos or whatever, they're all way too sexual for me. What? <laughs> I like I'm saying like Mariah Carey all I want for Christmas is you or like Santa baby or like they're all just like I I feel like so much Christmas what music What about I want a hippopotamus for Christmas? See? It's that, nonsense. It's not nonsense. It falls a kid into the... wants a hippopotamus for and it, Christmas. And you know what? I will say I freaking love that song. <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs ever put to quill and parchment. But, <laughs> but when it comes down to like Christmas music as a whole, it's just I, not your genre. I can't. Well, the thing is, it's, uh, it doesn't have a genre. No, which Every I genre do like has that. it. Yes. Well, that's like the thing I don't like sometimes when people say like, not with Christmas music, but with Christian music. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is a specific sound that's on Way FM or K Love. Yeah, that I would classify as a genre. That yeah, is also always Christian. Yeah, a subgenre of the Christian manner. Yeah, but like the Christian air quotes music I listen to. Well, I do listen. I, lo- to- I love the air quotes because like the idea of Christian music just means it's a song that has to do with God in a Christian sense. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. In some capacity. And so, like, that can fit any genre. Yeah. And so, like... There are a lot of great Christian rappers to continue talking about rap music. <laughs> I, we're I, not talking about... Uh, thistle. Where were you talking oh, about thistle. Well, at the very beginning. Like, I was like, oh. Okay. Anyway, well, oh, well, the... Point is, Christmas music has uh-huh. no genre, so you can't dislike it. Yeah. Because 
there is going I, to be stuff I that agree. you like because it's so diverse. Well, I don't really listen to like country or western music, but if you put on The Devil Went Down to Georgia, it's an immediate good time for me. I or what love is, that song. One about oh, no. before he cheats, but <laughs> before oh, I hate that song. So many people are like, I don't like like Chris or country music, but when but, that song comes on, I'm like, really? Of all the songs, <laughs> of every song that you could join the hoedown wagon for. wheel or <laughs> <laughs> or uh, take you on a ride in my big green tractor or any of the like super famous ones. Yeah, take but you that song. <laughs> Like, I kind of get why. I mean, it's just a revenge thing. Exactly. It's empowering for women, so I get it. But uh-huh. I don't get it. But I, <laughs> you're over here like, but as a straight, white, cisgendered male. Who wouldn't don't cheat need... on his wife. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, this ain't it, Chief. Yeah. Uh, There's so many country songs just about, like, killing someone. I'm just like... Yeah, I don't know what it is with you white people. I don't, I don't get it. See... Okay, my thing is country. most country songs and most rap songs are about the same exact stuff. It, it is just true. Saying this is true. It, the only difference just is... Killing people and partying and girls and in girls. your car. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only real difference is the... Like, one is about, like, Bugattis and Teslas <laughs> and, one's and about McLaren. my Ford F-150. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's an entirely different ride. Yeah. But and it's just, it's all the same stuff. It's, it, it is very similar. I will give you that. <laughs> people's, here, people's wants, intrinsically, they have to be similar. Well, there are, well, I wouldn't say that. There are genres that are just, like, this is clearly about, I don't know, like, it's not about girls. It's mm-hmm. it's just about sadness, like just being sad in that emotion. Yeah. Like, okay, great. I can relate because I, I have been sad. Yeah, but I, I, I don't want to under- listen to this. See, I can understand like artists who release an album that is sad. Yeah. But when every your identity single- is the sad, <laughs> I'm the sad clown. Have you seen the the memes about like the middle schooler who listens to Billie Eilish or Eilish? Eilish. <laughs> Billie Eilish. Yeah. Um, so it's like anyway, the point is like, no. I'm gonna talk about depression today, and then that kid stands up and is like, "Well, I already know everything." Oh, like oh, that. oh. <laughs> Even I, though, uh, like. Or like that that middle school girl who listens to Billy Eyelash is like crying in a room in her father who like works a horrible job and whose yeah. wife left him and everything like walks in and I, like, I have Hey what's I, wrong? I have, like, you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> and she's oh, just like gosh. not done. I'm well trying on to remember or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I've seen one of those. Introduced the podcast. No, we haven't. We haven't. This has been a this has been a great introduction. If you want to know something about the podcast, this is our dynamic. Um, <laughs> We're gonna move on. Anyway, well, okay. So to to wrap up this topic that I tried to bring up, and okay. I horribly brought up Christmas music when apparently I shouldn't have. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. Um, but like, there, there's kids who like they sing and they just make up little songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't know rap music though. That's that's my that's my like I wouldn't. That's my, like, default singing. Well, okay, so... I don't know, I don't know how else to put that. For a lot of people, they have, like, this humdrum tone, mm-hmm. and even though they're making up a song, it's all the same thing. Yes. It's all the same tones uh-huh. and the same up and downs throughout the song. For you, it was just, 
a beat that goes with rapping. <laughs> so whatever song you're making up had to be a rap. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's what I, growing up, I listened to a lot of, <laughs> outside of this genre, a lot of Coldplay. And like so much Coldplay. <laughs> I, like I can name any Coldplay song and sing it. If it came out before 2005. Um, <laughs> after what that, about, I don't know anything. Were you into Linkin Park? No. no. My uncle tried to get me. Say, as uncle, my uncle Steve. He tried <laughs> to get me into Linkin Park. Okay. I think he knew it was popular with the kids. And so, like, I had... I, li- I liked Linkin Park because I was white middle schooler. <laughs> I got an iPod Nano. And uh, I was like, hey, can you put some music on this? And I he put, like, all my Coldplay, all my rap music, all of these things. I, I was listening to, like... Biggie Smalls and Tupac and no, it's like in the end, <laughs> doesn't even matter. Just teen angst, teen angst pouring and, into your and ears. I was just like, what is this? I'm gonna go back to listening to Digital Underground. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the podcast. This is our Christian viewing experience. I'm Noah Wilder, and I'm the crazy one, uh, and I'm Elias. Chavez. Yeah, you, you, you put your last name like, in there. I was like, you're going to say it, or else I'm going to do the weird whisper thing where I go. <laughs> Chavez. <laughs> why, is that, why is that your thing? I don't know. Okay. I, I just did it randomly in and and like the stuck. second episode. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> I, that's my thing. <laughs> I, I, I've done it like two times, so it's not really my thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, how was your week? <laughs> I'm too laughy for this. Okay, um, you good? <laughs> oh, my week was really good. Um, last week we talked about me finishing The Mandalorian. Yes. Yes, okay. This yeah, week yeah, yeah. you apparently started the podcast I recommended. Yeah. Uh, you re- uh, okay, so for context. Noah recommended to me this uh, this Wolverine podcast, this Marvel and Stitcher, this other... Uh, the Long Night. Um, and then... And The Lost Trail. The Lost Trail is... Long two. Night, I thought, was really good. I really liked the ending. It was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. My expectation was to have a lot of Wolverine and he be the main character. He was. He is not. And no. so the time, the whole time I was listening to it, I was like, this is interesting and good. Where's Wolverine? Where's Wolverine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the second season, there's a lot more of Wolverine. Wolverine is the main character and in the I, second season. Yeah, <laughs> they so. got they got a little bit of like backlash, and they were like, "Oh, we okay. gotta write him in." <laughs> um, no, I, I really, I really liked the way they did the first season because I liked having that like kind of whodunit mystery. Yeah, and I felt like me as somebody who knows a lot about the Marvel universe, like I can like listen to that and be like, "Yeah, I, I could totally see Wolverine doing all of this stuff." Yeah. And th- and then at the same time I was like and if you don't know anything about this is a good inter- yeah introduction it- to Wolverine while not just sitting in his own head the whole time yeah I was yeah. like this is re- okay like I was like literally I was like pretty, I'm pretty sure anybody could enjoy this yeah um <laughs> but yeah uh, second season I've not finished yet I'm about halfway through um they, we've just met Flamingo if you remember that part yeah but that's not a comic character is it no not I looked I'm it up when I was listening to it and I was like. Is that really a... I didn't think. <laughs> I, I think the implication is Wolverine has a lot of old army buddies. Okay. Yeah. Like, like a lot. <laughs> From a he's, lot he, of different places. Because he, he's been in every war. Yeah. Um, but 
Uh, I did have one question for you about mm-hmm. it. Uh, and like, this is light spoilers, but I'm not going to spoil the whole thing. I was like, we can cut this out. No, <laughs> That's no it. it's fine. Because um, I think it's interesting. So okay. I don't feel like cutting it up. But <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, yeah. So in the first season, mm-hmm. it's revealed that some characters, and we're not going to say who, are actually sentinels, which are like mutant hunting machine and yeah. things. Uh, that look completely and act completely like humans. Has that ever been a thing? I've never heard or seen that in yeah. a comic. Um, I, I understand don't... androids and like life model decoys exist in the Marvel universe, but sentinels but a specifically. Sentinel? No, I've never. So the sentinel. So sentinel is just a program. Yeah, I know. Okay, but... okay, okay. Well, I, I figured you would know that. Yeah. But, like, so so the first thing is that Sentinel is a program. I'm not sure of Weapon X specifically ever having the sen- the Sentinel program. I could totally imagine Trask going and, like, work. Because they've, they've had connections. For, yeah. Trask has worked for uh, Weapon X. For Weapon X. So that's totally feasible as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, I didn't question that. Just the fact that they were in the Sentinel programs and were... Life model analog whatever decoy. Yeah, you're like okay, that, that's possible. I totally can see. Yeah, that but I just I have never seen. I can't think of a specific storyline. They're always giant purple things. <laughs> <laughs> there are different models. Yeah, for the most part, they go for the giant one for the giant because the giant, you know, six story tall yeah. fighting machine. Well, there's Nimrod, which can look like Boom. any yeah. person who is like the. End of the Sentinel line and takes over in the future I, and comes back to the past I and stuff. I love Nimrod. But Nimrod is such a niche what, character. What is? Why is his name Nimrod? Because of that verse in the Bible. Uh, he was a what? great. He's really? a, yeah. In Genesis, there's a fighter. There's a specific guy who gets a shout out and is like, and his name was Nimrod. Uh, for it is said that he was a mighty, uh, mighty warrior before the Lord. Like this is a legit thing. Like apparently, Nimrod is like some ancient Hebrew word for okay. like great fighter. Well, Nimrod to me means idiot yes (laughs) and that's why i think it's the funniest thing but yeah no no no. in in genesis there's a specific dude who gets a shout out just because his fighting skill was so good that he was called nimrod (laughs) you nimrod nimrod. we weren't trying to win Yeah, Nimrod. Yeah, Nimrod. And then they wrote it down. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> the, the scribe was nearby and like kind of misheard him. And so, like, anyway. well, it is the written word of God, so it's inerrant. Moving yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, point um, is, yeah, I can't. Like I said, I can't think of like specific storylines because um, I'm trying to think of like Age of Apocalypse or something. And like I can think of like smaller Sentinels appearing, in, like like humanoid size. Yeah, in the Dawn of X storyline that just mm-hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. Or no, it was House of X and another one, and now it's Dawn of X. Yeah, because there was like a line wide reboot of yeah. the X Men. Whatever's going on. Things. <laughs> did you read it or look at it at all? I've looked at it. Not there's, read it. Uh, yeah, I won't try and spoil anything, but like, there's a bunch of different futures in it that mm-hmm. you come in contact with, and one of them, <laughs> comic books. <laughs> yeah, and and one of them, the Sentinels uh, integrate themselves. Like, there's like a nanite sentinel yeah. thing but it's from the sentinels yeah that like integrates into human beings mm-hmm. and makes people they're human beings they're just being controlled by these nanite things yes and that's so they, not so a new idea un- is it really not 
I don't know. I thought it was completely new when I read it. Maybe that's not. What? I know it's not a new idea. <laughs> what I'm saying, like the other thing is, Sentinel's doing it. Yeah. Is that a new idea? No, because... <sighs> okay. It was Mr. Sinister, and at some point he got his hands on like some Sentinel program or something. And so he... I thought that was Celestial. Maybe it was Celestial. Because he's in contact with Apocalypse, and Apocalypse is all upgraded by Celestial stuff, too. That is true. So, um, so maybe maybe it was, maybe it was the Celestial. Anyway, we're, we got to quit nerding out right Okay, <laughs> point is, there have been Sentinels who have disguised themselves as robots. Yeah, the idea of... As humans. As, or, yeah, as humans. The, the idea of, like, one of them being super, um, like, empathetic... That's new. Yeah, but that's let, let's not spoil stuff because uh, it's good, and I want people to go listen to it. Uh, anyway, so you liked it? I did like I liked it a lot. Like I said, first season really liked the second season. Getting um, into we're yeah we're getting into it's starting off pretty slow, but at the same time they're like setting up a lot of things that I'm like oh there's gonna be a lot of big action later. It sounds like oh yeah, and I, and you've met Gambit. Right. Yes, yes, okay. I make Gambit's one of my favorite Marvel characters. I love Gambit. On that, are you upset that the Gambit movie was canceled with Channing Tatum? <sighs> no, because you weren't. You don't like Channing Tatum, right? <laughs> I, no, because I didn't have any expectations for that to be good. New Mutants, I think. I'm. I, I want it to be so good. Who knows if it will ever come out? True. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gambit, on the other hand, I really want that movie. But given how many times the director and everything, like all these change of hands. And yeah, at many points it was like, we are two weeks away from filming. Yep. And then it just falls apart. Yep. <laughs> it's so, just like. How hard is it to make a Gambit movie? Apparently, really, like, they would release like posters and like, here's like our, our idea of what Gambit as Channing Tatum's going to look like. Okay. And. I'm gonna. I have other things to say, but we're gonna move on to news because <laughs> all we talked about is how you listen to this podcast, and then we nerded out a little bit, <laughs> just a little. Okay. Do you have any news? Um, I think I had news, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, which is super unprofessional of me. Um, all that I can remember off the top of my head is stuff that I frankly don't really care about. Okay. Um, that's fine. I yeah. got news. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, uh, one thing I did want to mention. Uh, about my week mm-hmm. was that in response to you looking up who Elias is in the comics. Yes, I looked like, up oh, my name. I looked up my name, comic book character. There's, and a, there's a couple of ones. There's not that many. The first one that popped up, mm-hmm. super obscure, super obscure. Okay, he is a guy that trained Blade. His name is Noah, Noah Van, Van Helsing. Helsing. Yeah. Never heard of him before. He's in, like, two comics. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> you were, like, trading Blade, and I was like, oh! No, I mean, else. Yeah. <laughs> but he, like... And apparently he was not even related to Van Helsing. No, nope. <laughs> just happened nope. to have the same last I... names. <laughs> so he's related somehow, but not really. Honestly, thought he just named himself that. No, he is... Is that his birth name? It's his birth name, oh. but he's not related by blood in any way. It's super, like, far off. Gotcha. And totally so, thought he just gave himself that name. I did not know that no. that was his birth name. But then, like, at the end of it, like, someone's insulting him right before they kill him. Because mm-hmm. 
Who um, cares? Spoilers. But <laughs> uh, there's like, you're not even related to him and then shoots him. Yeah. It's like, well, he was technically, but it was like through five marriages. So like, yeah. there's no actual connection. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Moving on. Noah Van Helsing's the, last action was... before he dies is, wait, I've got the genealogy. I, I spit in the tube. <laughs> pulls it out. Pulls out the family. <laughs> Look at it. I spit in the tube and they told me I was related. <laughs> <laughs> I look back around. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, so that one was the only one from Marvel to pop up. And for some reason, it was the first one to pop up. And the second one was a supervillain named The Calculator from DC. Um... Not he hasn't done much, <laughs> but he's more, he's less niche and more. He's mainstream. Batman, right? He's either Batman or Green Arrow villain. I think he's I, Batman because he's he's like. But they Batman and Green Arrow villains switch back and forth a little. They bit. do, they do. Um, so. No, I I know. Yeah. Ooh, this is you're like super obscure. This is fun. This is like DC, for, so you don't know it. I, I don't know as much about DC, but it's still fun. I, I get to like work out my nerd muscle a yeah. little bit. So the main, like the biggest thing he's done is he solved for himself the anti-life equation. Mm-hmm. If you know it, you know what that is. Yes. And my brain started thinking about the anti-life equation. I was like, gospel message, the fall. The, <laughs> are we all Have I discovered the Bible? The <laughs> Are we all infected with the anti-life equation because of the fall? Is that what it, like? I think that's kind of a point, but you could, you yeah, could do that. If I really wanted to, it wouldn't be that hard. But it would not. But at the same time, you'd be like, "Well, we're gonna sit down for thirty minutes and talk <laughs> about DC lore." And we had to talk about the lore and how many times it's changed and where the anti-life equation comes from because originally it was a life equation and dark side was like, "So there must be an anti-life equation," but now that doesn't exist. But maybe it does, and we don't know and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> math changes when you reboot a universe, apparently. Well, it, it's a mathematical uh, proof that life is meaningless, is what, it, is what the anti-life yeah. equation is. It makes you give up all hope and listen to whoever told it to you. <laughs> Which is... But there's a life equation that proves that, one, you have free will and life has meaning. So both are mathematically and logically provable yeah. within the DC Comics universe. And whichever one you hear controls how you act from that, <laughs> that point on. So somehow, I think that's also interesting in that, like, we can, as humans, we can logically come up with reasons why life is meaningless. Yeah. And as humans, we can li- logically come up with reasons why that life has meaning and why we have free will. And then there's, you can prove that you don't have free will. And it's all logically sound uh, for the most part. You know? <laughs> I think, but as humans, we like to the extent of it that our logic can go, it makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, I personally believe that we, our lives have meaning, uh-huh. and that we have agency. Um, but that doesn't mean that God does not affect us and control certain aspects of our lives. Yeah, even though, yeah, so. That's my Christian experience and perspective on that. So I don't think. Whoever created the DC anti-life, maybe, was it Jack Kirby who did that? Because he made all the new gods. Anyway. Um, it could have been Jack anyway, Kirby. I don't, just, I just I don't think Jack anything. Kirby got it right, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I just don't know if he had anything to do with that specific comic. But that's all the, the calculator has done a few things, but that's what he's most famous for, is that he was smart enough to figure that out. 
which is he's just really into math. Cool. He's just really into math. That's his villain. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, mm, you bullied me in high school, and I haven't changed at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take you precisely thirty five point six seconds to yeah. cross the room, so I have time to. <laughs> <laughs> but by the time he's ta- explaining how he knows all this stuff, he's just defeated. He's like, ah, <laughs> curse you, Batman. Uh, I was <laughs> I was defeated by my need to show my work. <laughs> uh, anyway, my other news is Comic-Con is San Diego Comic-Con, international, big, the big one. Comic-Con big one. is going to be all online this year. And I don't know what that means because I don't give any details, just... It's all going to be online, and they are going to show new stuff, and they're also going to show panels from the past, which if you're, like, super into Comic-Con, you're not going to see a panel that you didn't care to look up before, you know? Yeah. So, I think there will be new panels, but it won't have the audience interaction and fun, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the whole reason E3 isn't doing its thing this year. Yeah, so... I thought that was interesting because one, it may mean that I finally get to go to com- the internet, San Diego Comic Con, <laughs> but I have to do it online. But two, you still have my- to buy a ticket. I I think you still have to like donate like two bucks or something. But <laughs> okay, like, for those who don't know, at Comic Con Hall H is where all the big stuff happens, mm-hmm. and you can only fit so many people in Hall H. But now, if they're actually doing those big panels that would have been in Hall H. Now it just every, anyone in the world can see it. Yep. So I think that's kind of interesting, and I think they may push forward to like integrate online stuff with it with live Comic Con from now on, because they they've already announced that they are considering that. I'm like, can I yeah. get some F's in the chat if you think this is a great <laughs> idea? <laughs> Would Iron Man hit F in the chat for himself? <laughs> Drop down Junior is like ninety five years old. No. no. <laughs> he just says yes and no. You may ask all Robert Downer Jr. questions in the form of a yes and no. <laughs> anyway, when he's super old. Oh, uh, in my lat, this oh. has all been comic related, which is great. But I guess it's movie related because Comic Con is all the stuff you're going to hear about it yeah. out, unless you go and are super into comics. It's just going to be movie stuff. It's just going to be movie stuff. So, <laughs> because apparently comics and movies are the same thing now. I mean, I mean, all the movies they talk about there have a bunch of comic tie-ins and stuff. And so. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's basically like, not, not every Disney big movie. presents Comic-Con. <laughs> well, Disney has their own now. Yeah. They have D23. They got D23. Which I kind of hope is online, too, because I wouldn't mind seeing that. But <laughs> I just don't know what they show. I mean, they got stuff going on. They do, but... So, they never don't have stuff going on, so... <laughs> what, are, you, are you saying you'd rather miss out on The Mandalorian Season 2 first trailer? <laughs> yeah, because I can watch that on YouTube the next day. You nah, Well, you get to watch a weird version. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but... <laughs> there, yeah. <laughs> quick note, before mm-hmm. I move on to my last thing. There's been a lot of Mandalorian Season 2 casting news... That's happened. Yeah, I can't keep up with it. They're just like, boom, this person, bam, that person. <laughs> Mandalorian, you liked it, you love it, no one's allowed to leave their house, so we were able to contact everybody. <laughs> My favorite thing is that Mandalorian Season 1, 
yes, it has fan moments and it has fan service moments. Only big fans are going to get the what's dark going scene. on. Yeah. But you could watch it and understand what's going on as long as you knew what time period it was in and you had like a basic understanding of Star Wars. Yeah. The only thing I... But now season two, like they're casting Bo-Katan mm-hmm. in real life and Django mm-hmm. Fett, not Django. Boba. Django. Boba Fett or maybe Captain Rex. Which I hope it's Captain Rex. Anyway, because <laughs> I don't actually want Boba to crawl out of the Sarlacc pit. Because that's lame. It's been done literally four times. They've reset continuity, and it's happened every time. <laughs> My favorite is whenever he, like, falls into the Sarlacc pit. Like, I escaped from the Sarlacc pit. And then he, like, falls into it again. And oh, he's yeah. like, so I escaped a second time. <laughs> and I don't know who I am. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but... Anyway, <laughs> I'd rather see some clones come back. Yeah, that would be, that'd be really cool. Have Boba Fett back. Yeah. Because yeah, like we're all like expecting Boba Fett to come back. I'd rat it'd be more fun and more interesting to have clones come. Yeah. Um but so Bo Katan, Boba Fett, who is Django Fett, who is all the clones. <laughs> uh and they they've kind of announced uh, they're working on a standalone Ahsoka series, and so I'm just kind like kind of announced. They they said they're working on it. I don't feel like it's actually going to happen. Yeah, there is some level of production. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the, all the Mandalorian season two stuff. I'm just like, um, my wife watches this. She did not watch Clone Wars or Rebels. So she's not going to understand anything next season. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's going to take all the fun of like introducing this new thing to my wife because I'm going to have to explain everything where in the past, in the first season, we could just watch it. Yeah. The and only explain thing, a few things. The only thing I explained to my dad was the Darksaber when it came out because I actually gasped. I'm not going to lie. I, was, <laughs> I, I, I my, told you before, <laughs> I could feel my heart in my chest when that came Yeah, out. I gasped. And, you know, so like after, my, I was just like, Okay, you don't know what just happened, but... <laughs> um, so I explained that, and then... Because uh, they referenced The Purge, or The Great Purge, a couple which times. Which is almost... It, 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 uh, so I which explained... Which we haven't seen. Yeah. But we know about, because we are nerds and looked it up after we heard about it. <laughs> yeah, so. No, 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 wait. That, well, because of the legacy books and such. Yeah. But, so I, I, uh, I'm one of those... I read the books and all that. Like, I... There's just so much Star Wars content that comes out that unless you are devoted to making sure you get every comic and every book and seeing every show in short and everything, there's no way to keep up. That's my favorite thing about Star Wars is how vast everything is. You can tell literally any story in Star Wars and it'll make sense in context. I know, but <laughs> but my thing is, if you want to keep up Disney with the whole universe, reset the whole universe uh, and all this stuff outside of the movies and shows. Mm-hmm. Eight years ago, y- oh, yeah, it would all, if you would stop Oof. and not sleep or eat or do anything but consume Star Wars media. <laughs> consume <laughs> it would take you two whole months to get through it all. It's ridiculous. It's so much, and like I'm happy that it exists, but like. I can't keep up. <laughs> Consume. I, I just love the yeah. way you phrased that. <laughs> but still, this is craziness. And so, like, if they keep adding more, more and more deep lore stuff to it, like, I'm just going to be one of those people who watches TV shows and movies, and I'm just going to have to look everything up. 
that they say, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, I miss the, what is it called? The Legacy Canon? The old canon before? Legends. Legends, thank you. The Legends Canon. Because, like, you know, you get you get introduced I, to characters I, like Luke Skywalker, who basically just is God. Yeah. <laughs> in, in that, he just is, like, well, he can do anything because the Force. Plus, like, he's the last one. He, he's just, he's but just also so not good. the last one because he's teaching people. But he's the last. He's man. the last. <laughs> and his wife, but no. <laughs> Mara, that was her name. Mara, Mara Jade. She had a purple lightsaber. Anyway, she was so cool, dude. <laughs> anyway, and see the thing is, I never read a single thing with Mara Jade. In it. I just I've come across her name mm-hmm. so much because I have to look up so much. Uh, to like try and understand, it's what's one of those rabbit happen. holes that turns into an ant hill because it has so many branching paths. Yeah. And you're like, wait, but who's this person? But wait, why do they matter in this story? But wait, the last thing about this I'll say is I do enjoy the name Legends mm-hmm. because it's like, well, the Disney canon is now canon. Yeah, but these are all the legends and stories people are telling within that canon. Yeah, and that's why they're not. A hundred percent true. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it does it it does the original stories justice. Yeah. Anyway, so you ready to talk about the Bible? <laughs> no, I had one piece of news. Oh right, right. You had one more I had a quick Mandalorian. Oh my gosh, there's so much casting going on, and then that happened. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, release the Snyder Cut. Have you heard? Oh my! Have you heard? Gosh, dude. That after I saw, I read a four... fake movie review. What? <laughs> I read a fake movie review. No, I need for you to it. slow down because I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Release the Snyder Cut. Yeah, release. You do. You know what hashtag release the Snyder Cut is. I, you know what my piece of news is. I. There's been talk because the Snyder Cut was supposed to be so much better than what came out. Yeah. And so people have been campaigning and like making all these change.org yeah. petitions and everything. For context, Zack Snyder left. The Justice League movie that came out in 2017. Yep. And Joss Whedon mm-hmm. took over for him and finished the movie and apparently changed and refilmed a bunch of stuff to change, make it more lighthearted and took out a bunch of scenes that were in trailers and things. And after that movie came out and people weren't satisfied with it. No, I remember what it was. It was an honest movie trailer. There was an honest movie trailer uh, okay. for the release of the Snyder Cut. Oh, That's I think that happened like two weeks ago. Was that's that two weeks ago? Yeah. No, dude, it was so funny. They were like, yeah, I didn't watch it, but that's still not my. News. It was so funny. Okay, so still for context. So <laughs> after people weren't satisfied with that movie, but wanted to see what Zack Snyder did because they liked Batman v Superman and Man of Steel, which I won't get into. I like Man of Steel, but <laughs> and Batman yeah. v Superman has <laughs> some good stuff in it, but the whole thing is just not good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but. Aside from all that, they want people like that, or they just want to see what's happening, and they wanted to see if there was any redeeming the sinking. Because they liked like the trailers had scenes that they wanted to see, and they just didn't get to see and stuff like that. Um, And so they they've been campaigning these people who really want to see this for three Three and a half (laughs) years now. Doing a hashtag release the Snyder Cut. I want the Snyder Cut. I want the Snyder Cut. And then Zack Snyder posted a picture of some can- film casters and said, yes, it's real, but why haven't they released it? Why are you telling us it's real if you're not going to release it? And then every cast member in Justice League is like, 
let's see the Snyder Cut. And then Jason Momoa is like, I've seen the Snyder Cut, and it's awesome. Release the Snyder Cut. And all this stuff. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, it keeps, even though it's been three years, it's still is building momentum. <laughs> it still is. It's insane. So the news that came out yesterday when what? recording. Today's Thursday. The news that came out yesterday, the ninth, Wednesday. Yeah, West, Wednesday, yesterday, is that on HBO Max next year, they're releasing the four-hour cut. Four hours? That's longer than the King Kong movie that has Jack Black in it. That's like three and a half. Yeah. It's going to be four hours of film, Zack Snyder cut, only on HBO Max. And they've released a poster. It's confirmed. It's coming out. After four years, it's going to happen. Oh, my gosh. And I have not seen Justice League. I have not seen I have seen Justice League. The original cut. But I will watch the Snyder cut. I will watch. (laughs) Because... It just never seemed worth it to watch. Oh my god! And I was like, when it came out, I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this." <laughs> but when Man of Steel came out, and I knew that eventually they were probably going to do a Justice League because Avengers was crazy. Yeah. Like, well, that's a hundred percent going to be better because no one had ever heard of the Avengers before mm-hmm. until the movie. Yes. And then everyone loved it. And everyone knows who the Justice League is. Everybody knows, yeah. And they're going to release this, and it's going to be great, and it's going to make so much money. And it, like, barely made its own money back. So, I was just... and Because it just didn't look good, and we got burned by Suicide Squad, and burned by Batman v Superman. And so, I was just like, I don't really want to watch it unless it gets, like, crazy good reviews. And apparently everyone felt like that. So... <laughs> I just can never There's get not over... even, like, memes about it. No. Right? Like, no. it didn't even reach that level of popularity. No. <laughs> Aside it... from the mustache. Mustache gate. Uh, <laughs> the the, the cgi gross... out yeah. mustache. Uh, what? Shoot, what's Superman's actor's name? Ca- uh, Kevin... Henry... Calvin... <laughs> no, Henry... Henry Cavill? Cavill? Yes, there Henry... Henry... I, my brain went to Henry Cavill. Cavill. or Cavill? One of the My two. brain went to Henry Calvin, and I was like... <laughs> it's close. It's right. like, nope. Kevin. <laughs> Dude, if Superman's name was Kevin... <laughs> My name is Kevin. <laughs> Clark Kent. Makes sense. I mean, it's a respectable name, but just... <laughs> what Kevin. Up? My name's Kevin. <laughs> There's, like, you think when you hear the name Kevin, it's not the personality of secret identity Superman. So... <laughs> Clark. There's a good old American name. Yeah. <laughs> not that Kevin isn't a good old American name. It's just not... Kevin. It's just not secret well, identity Superman. I mean, if the movie Up taught us anything about the Kevin. name... Kevin! <laughs> I can't... I just... I can't take anyone... It's either a name. frat bro or a... Hey, ma- my name's Kevin. Or a giant bird. Yeah, I just... <laughs> see, I just... It, it's just, it's one of those names that's ruined for me. Yeah, anyway. Like, so, anyway, Snyder Cut's coming out. I'm going to watch it. You apparently have seen the original release of Justice League. I've gotten my, like, I've gotten pumped up to watch this because it's been, on, like, for free on Hulu or the TNT app on, on Roku or whatever. Justice League has? Yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to do it. I, I'm curious about it. I want to see it. I don't want to see it. I'm done. I'm not going to do it. I don't. It, it's already three hours long. <laughs> it's just the normal cut. So I'm just. There is one scene in that movie that I think is awesome. Um, 
there, okay, there are a couple scenes that I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's pretty good. But there's one scene that I think is awesome. So okay. Superman, he comes back. Yeah. I mean, he's supposed to be dead. I don't think that's a spoiler for a three-year-old movie, especially a, when he's on the trailers and also is before, on the poster. Yeah. And, before the <sighs> well, they did a smart thing, and before the movie came out, mm-hmm. none of the trailers or posters. Yeah. Had Superman in it. Yeah. Once it was out, they released the new posters and new trailers with that him did have it. him in. Yeah. I thought that was cool, but also at the end of Batman versus Superman. You can see, like, oh, it's, it's so obvious. It, no, they're, they're telling you he's still alive. Yeah. He's, like, they it's bury so him. It's so obvious. And then for some reason, the dirt above him starts floating, and you're like, well, clearly he's coming back. Yeah. It's like they don't even let you sit on it while you wait for the next movie. No. No. Anyway. anyway, so point is, it's totally not a spoiler, but like technically spoiler <laughs> because they act like he's dead. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, so when he comes up, he's in this like crazy state and he starts fighting all the Justice League members, minus Green Lantern, because <laughs> he's never going to be in a Justice League movie. Um, I love Green Lantern, though. He's a good character. Oh, 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 yes. He's a great character. I not thought you were talking about Ryan Reynolds and I was like. 2008 Ooh. or 2011 Green Lantern. Yeah, when did Which, that fun out? fact, has Taika Waititi in it. It, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, right. We're going to wrap yeah. this up. We've been going a while. We have. What's that like... one scene you like in the okay. movie? There, it's, it's, it's like two seconds of this, but basically Flash. He starts running around uh, oh, Superman. Yes, I've you know. Seen, the yes. one scene I've seen because mm-hmm. it got reposted. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's it's just awesome because like they're all, they're all Superman fighting. Superman starts going as fast as the Flash. Yeah, it's just the Flash and he's like, He's like, oh my gosh, like, I need an opening, I need something to do. And then Superman just, like, turns and looks at him and just, like, watches him as he's running. And I'm just like, yes! That's super creepy. Oh, it, is, it, is pretty, it is pretty creepy. But, like, also, I'm just like... Why isn't he wearing a black super suit is your real question the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I want but, him to have a beard and a mullet and a black super suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. That's a, a deep reference. Mm-hmm. There you go. So you want to do future presentation now? Uh, haven't I started the past couple times? Yeah, I was going to start. Oh, you were just asking if it was time to start. Yeah, you want to do it? No, you I mean... You want to go back to could... referencing Superman... <laughs> return, re- return of Superman comic? <laughs> that, again, that was a and solid... Then, I was like, wow, okay. And Well, then he splits into blue and red Superman, and one's made of complete electricity, <sighs> which makes some type of sense to someone out there. Moving on. What were they doing when they thought of that? I don't... They were trying to do something new, you know? That's all they were trying to do. <laughs> Somebody will like this. <laughs> I mean, they don't look bad. The design isn't bad. No. Just the idea, just... Why? <laughs> just make new ones that have that cool design, and they, they're, like, somehow related to Superman coming back. Done. You don't need to Superman to separate into two separate people, and one's composed of only electricity so tell me about god <laughs> yeah anyway i'll do mine first okay talking about wonder woman 2017 oh yeah. okay yeah so DC. have you seen Here it we go. yeah we're doing dc yeah, yeah, this yeah. what week. about it <laughs> have you seen it yes yeah did you like it yes i think i, I think it's really good i'm sorry just every time somebody asks me if i like it Immediately, what comes to mind is the whole thing where, like, oh gosh, I can't remember the dude's name. But uh, Wonder Woman and that dude are on the boat and they sail from. Steve the- Trevor. 
Steve Trevor, thank you. Man, your knowledge of DC lore is nowhere near your Marvel. My lore. Marvel knowledge. You are so shallow in DC. I, I won't say shallow. <laughs> you I, can't I, think of Steve Trevor's name. <laughs> I could, I'm sorry, dude. I, anyway, point is, I, I, my like Batman knowledge is pretty good. Outside Do you of, know who Booster Gold is? Yes. Okay. Oh, dude, yes. Okay. <laughs> I love that sham of a man. Um, I, I I know like a lot of super niche characters, and I know a lot about Batman and a pretty good amount about the Flash. And then from there, it just it just well, there's, it there's less. Off. I would say there's less niche things in. DC Comics, just because their universe is kind of smaller, because they don't really expand no, into th- the space realm outside of Green Lantern. Yeah, that is true. And Krypton. <laughs> and that's about it. That, that is true. It's weird to think about. Like, there's they, no empires out, and other things. Yeah, out, so they're all at war, and we don't know. Yeah, it's exactly. It's just the Green Lanterns are out, out there protecting people. Yep. From what? <laughs> they're protecting. From the bad guys. Yeah. Parallax. Uh, exactly. <laughs> it's it's one of those interesting things. I don't know. Because with Marvel, you you got the Kree and the Scroll constantly fighting, and you've got all the... But then... And you got, like... you you have, there was the Shi'ars. The Shi'ar, yeah. And there's like two or three other ones. Mm-hmm. And there's co- like eight million different cosmic entities. Yep. And... But for DC, it's like, well, Superman's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> and Martian Manhunter, well, <laughs> he's from Mars, <laughs> obviously. And then Green Lanterns has some not human friends. <laughs> Sound good? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone in the boardroom gave a big old thumbs up and was like, put the stamp of approval. That's all we need. That's all we need. We met our quota. And then there's the new gods. But that's yeah, still just two planets. That, yeah. And they're not, then they only care about each other. So. <laughs> yeah, they're like. The, they're not empires. The, the new gods are like planets. the. Uh, <laughs> are like the inhumans of the DC universe to me. <laughs> like, it's just, like, kind of matter. <laughs> they actually matter a lot, but. <laughs> I, well, in terms of like a general, I mean like just normal yeah. DC, if you're just picking up a random comic. Yeah, they're not, you're not going to see them. Very nope. Often. Nope. Anyway, point is, I couldn't think of Steve Trevor's name. I'm sorry. Steve Trevor. Um, point is, yeah, it's just the, the Do you scene. you like it? Yeah, I like the movie. It's when just, they, I, they're, like, sleeping next to each other, and it's super awkward. It's, so. and it's super awkward. But that's um, the point, so it's cool. Yeah, uh, okay, actually, I'll give you that. But no, my, my point is, I, my issue is just that, like, they sail to Europe in a day. The first thing they do... Once they start sailing, is go to sleep. Yep, and they just wake <laughs> up, and they're like, ah, what a nice nap I had. Wow, but here no, we are in the streets of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> it's, in, it's London. It's, it's London, I but... know. <laughs> but like, okay, here but, we are okay. in nondescript English city. <laughs> but the thing is, we don't know where that island is. Yeah. He flew to it from Germany somehow. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it wouldn't be that hard to believe it. They got there in one day. In a night. in a rowboat? It's not a rowboat. It's a sailing boat. It's kind of it's a rowboat. It's a dingy rowboat looking rowboat. And it was made by the gods or the Amazons. <laughs> it was it's like dope. like almost gods. Yeah. Like like discount gods. Somehow they can make a god, uh-huh. even though they're not one. Yes. They don't make a demigod. They make nope. a new god yep. when they do stuff with the god. Yes. So correct. they're. You know, they got something going on. Essentially gods. They got some cool boat stuff that we don't know about. <laughs> exactly. Now tell me about Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, the movie. 
because uh, there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens in the comics. I'm not going to get into. Ooh, her creator was fun. <laughs> nope, <laughs> not getting into that. <laughs> See, like I said, I can do the deep references with DC. That's not a deep reference. Just not as many. That's understanding who created Wonder Woman. Okay, that's fair. That's not a niche thing. <laughs> I, there's like been documentaries and movies made about that guy. Because <laughs> so, of how weird he was. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> weird. Don't read the original Wonder Woman comics because you'll be like, "Wow, oh. feminism!" Ha ha. No, it's <laughs> just like I wonder if this guy is into some weird stuff, and he is. And the whatever your wonder yes. is, yes, <laughs> yes, he is into it. <laughs> you know, why does this keep happening? Because that guy was weird. <laughs> um, but moving on. <laughs> you good? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was just thinking, there is a super, super old, like, one of Wonder Woman's very first issues, and uh, these guys, you know, they, they capture Wonder Woman, and they tape her eyes shut, and as she's, like, regaining her strength, she uh, she escapes basically blindfolded, because she's like, if I open my eyes, the tape might damage my lashes, so I, <laughs> so I, I can't. I don't think that was him, because he wouldn't write something like that. Oh my god. But. He, he writes weird stuff, but not, not sexist that, stuff. No. <laughs> he was married to too many people to do that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Moving on. Wonder Woman 2017, Patty Jenkins, Gail Godot. Uh, oh, what an actress. The, the Chris Pine. I thought you were going to say Chris Pratt, and I was like, that's not The it. obligatory in many racial <laughs> group that they're with so that it can sell in other countries. <laughs> yeah, got America's still trying to figure out how it's to reach that Chinese market. And <laughs> a candy. Moving on. Yeah, that movie. Uh, so the, the whole idea of that movie in the beginning, they're telling a story, uh, or Hippolyta, uh, Diana slash Wonder Woman's mom is telling mm-hmm. her a story as a child, and how it goes is Zeus and the other gods made the world, and then Zeus, which is not. That's not Greek accurate. This is not Greek mythology accurate in any way. But Zeus make and the other gods make the world. Um, and then Zeus makes man. Mm-hmm. And man is made good and noble. Okay? And okay, women are created too, but whatever. <laughs> they say man, and it's implied mankind, including women. But it's okay. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> and then, so they're made good and noble, and for, like, aunt honoring purposes and things and they're made to do good and then the story says Ares despising how much Zeus liked his new creation and because Ares is the son of Zeus Mm -hmm. went down and influenced them to start rampaging and acting in selfishness and war yeah and violence and things and then Zeus's response is to make the Amazons, which are is what Wonder Woman is. She's mm-hmm. an Amazon um, of women to in, to come and show all the men and mankind uh, love and affection in a better way of doing things than going to war and being violent. Yeah. Um, which also somehow they're the best at, even though <laughs> that's not their purpose. But moving yeah. on. <laughs> Humans were influenced by Ares, but the Amazons were trained by Zeus. In yeah. Athena, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, um, and so, but almost immediately, according to the opening story of the book or the movie, 
Um, the mankind just takes them and subjugates them and starts oppressing them and using their gifts and their power for their own purposes and to continue in war, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then Ares overthrows all the gods, which shouldn't be possible according to Greek mythology, but moving on. Uh, And the last thing Zeus does is create Diana uh, from clay, we'll say, because that's what the movie says, (laughs) which is, you know, the storks and things, and birds and bees. Um... (laughs) As a way to make a new god that will be able to destroy uh, Ares, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so that's the, the story of the beginning of the movie. And I think that, it, to start out, I think that mirrors the beginning of the gospel. Because man is created good okay. and for a good purpose and then they're influenced. And Ares um, then, or Satan... What is up with me? <laughs> uh, Satan or Ares just influences us. And even though we are influenced, we're still doing the bad thing. Yeah. It's still our choice to rebel. Yeah. And so how this follows in the gospel story is we are influenced by an outside force. Yes, but we're still making the choice and doing the wrong thing. Mm. And it impacts all of mankind. And so in God the creator of us and the rest of the world, just Mm -hmm. as Zeus apparently was, according to this movie. Uh, And literally no other sources. Yeah. (laughs) Um, God's response is, okay, I'm going to make a covenant with Abraham, and I'm going to give him and his family the law, and I'm going to fulfill both sides of the covenant. So if humans don't follow the law, it's on me. Mm-hmm. And if they do follow the law, it's also on me. Yeah. Um, so that happens. And immediately, uh, uh, after this, after the Israelites become a thing, and Abraham has all his children, thinking there's a nation uh, that is made to influence and be a gift to the world and show the holiness and greatness of God. Uh, to the world. They take the law and they start viewing it very incorrectly (laughs) and viewing themselves as better than everyone else. And they go through this over and over again and they get put in slavery and then they're freed and then they're put in slavery and then they're freed and then they intermingle with other people and then they're the the lowest class and then they're their highest class and then and all that stuff. But basically just as according to the story of the movie Zeus gave mankind the Amazons in order to try and fix things and show them a better way. God gave us and the Israelites. He gave us the Israelites and he gave us the law. And what do we immediately do? We just start viewing it wrong and using it in the wrong way and not going back to the way we should be, which is the point of the law is to show us, hey, this is perfection. Yeah, the correct way. It's to show us the correct way and that we are not doing things the correct way. And though it may be impossible because there's like 600 laws and they're crazy specific, we should understand that, oh, no matter what, I'm wrong. And if anything good happens, it's because of God. And God promising to take care of me after I die 
is because of God. And we, and the Israelites start just completely viewing that the wrong way. All right. Um, so it's the same. There's one step of trying to fix things on the creator's part. And then because men are so wicked and cruel, it still gets messed up. Mm-hmm. But through the one thing, through the law, Jesus was able to fulfill the law and make a new covenant, right? Yeah. And through the one thing, the Amazons, they, Diana was able to come into the world, right? And fill, and now her purpose is to defeat Ares, one, and continue the Amazon's purpose. It was just to lead men and women into love and greater care for each other and back to where they should be. Um, and the movie describes mankind as intended as good and noble and bringing them back to that good and noble state um, is what Diana in the last ditch effort by Zeus is made for. And once she's a son of a or child of God, just like Jesus. So yay. Um, but that's how that started starts out. Um, and then there's a very interesting, basically main theme of the whole movie is that Diana is like, if I just kill Ares, everything will be fixed and everything will be good. And all these people will not be under his influence and the war will stop and no one will do anything bad to anyone else in the world. Right. (laughs) That's her idea. Right. (laughs) That's her idea of how things should be fixed. Um, and she's kind of really simple in that way, but she's growing through this whole process. And at the beginning, she only thinks, Oh, the Germans are only the only people influenced by this. The people I personally disagree with in this movie yeah. are the people who are being influenced by Ares yeah. or have been affected by the fall on our part, right? Yeah. If we're going through the same journey that Diana does, right? And then she, we, she realizes, oh, these people I call my friends, they're also affected by it. They're also not doing the right thing all the time. And then for us, it would be, oh, these people I agree with on everything – they still do the wrong thing. These me myself, I'm still doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, and so she just like rejects them and says, I have to go kill Ares and everything will be fixed and I can be friends with everyone now. <laughs> and so if we just read that beginning part of the gospel, you may be inclined to think the same thing of if the devil never existed or if we just get rid of the devil, everything will go back to normal or we won't be influenced by him in specific ways anymore. And we'll all be inclined to start being better, which is not true. And this is the lesson Diana has to learn in it. In the movie is she thinks she kills Aries, but she doesn't, but then she does. But anyway, so she thinks she kills Aries and nothing goes back to where they should be. And man isn't good and noble again. And she's very confused because she killed Ares and everyone's still being horrible. Um, and she has this big conversation with Steve Trevor because she's confused about it. Um, and it gets to the point where she says, you guys just don't deserve good stuff. You don't deserve to be fixed. I shouldn't have come here. I shouldn't have left my home, my island to try and fix this because you guys don't deserve it. And the, I think one of the lines that stood out to me the most that I thought like came back into my mind a lot after seeing the movie the first time and I've seen it three, four times, uh, 
is it's not about deserve because they're just, they're like in this argument and Diana says that and Steve's like, okay, I get it. Did you not understand that already? It's not about what we deserve. It's about doing the right thing. And whether that fits into the gospel or not is another story. But the fact that God or Christ died for us while we were still sinners that's what it's about. It's not about deserve. We don't deserve to be saved, just as she says. But she saves us in the movie. God, yeah. Jesus dies for us, even though we are undeserving of it. While we're still dead in our trespasses, he dies for us. Um, which is in Ephesians. I should have looked it up before I started talking. <laughs> Because I can't remember now. <laughs> every time I start speaking, I forget where verses are. <laughs> you're like, wow, this is so practical and helpful for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I get where you're coming from. Um, yeah, but... I, I really like that image, just to kind of talk while you're looking that up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, I, uh, I really like that image. And especially what you're saying about, like... Um, it's in Romans, I'm dumb. It's not in Ephesians. I'm dumb. Right. <laughs> I'm dumb. Um, I'm not smart. <laughs> but, uh, um, but like this idea of being, I don't know, like under this influence of, um, I don't, I'll say this outside evil force, but like God is so pure and holy that like any, any sin has to be cast out from his presence. Any and all sin has to be thrown away. And, you know, so like, like you, like you were saying earlier, this idea of like if we could, if the devil just never existed, or if we could just defeat the devil once and for all, or whatever. Um, I don't know. Then, then like sin would never exist, or would never have to exist. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, like we still would have done it eventually. We still would have done it eventually. We are sinful beings. We still were, um, you know, we were inclined to sin in the first place. Um, but now, due to the the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that was a lot of ofs. Um, I just, fruit of the <laughs> I just I, I've never I don't know that threw never me off. Never had to say all that. Yeah, it's, I I don't know why it threw me off. Right, people there. just usually say the fruit. They don't have to go through all that. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's why I probably never said the whole thing. Yeah, the fruit, the um, fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And I was like, whoa, there's a bump on a log in the. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, because of that... Because of that, like, we are now aware of the sin that is inside of all of us. Mm-hmm. And, like, where do we go with that? What do we What do we do with that? You know, like, God has to cast out all sin. And mm-hmm. so, you know, regardless of whether Satan is there or not, like, defeating him and, you know, like, as Christians, you know, every day take up your cross. Like, okay, cool, great you're still going to fail. And then even Wonder Woman in the movie, you know, it's she defeats Ares. Yeah. Then what? There's another world war. Like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> everyone's still killing each Everybody, other. Everybody, exactly. So, like, the, just because, like, the source of it is destroyed or whatever, that doesn't make everything better in, yeah. in the... Because humans it, are, have been fundamentally changed. And, and humans have been fundamentally changed. And the only thing that, like, stops that is, like, you know, you could say, like, in the in the logic of the movie, those who like meet and get to know Diana, 
you know, like you can say that they also have been fundamentally changed. Like they, they get to see this like brighter side of humanity, so to speak. And then through the context of the Bible, like those who meet Jesus, those who have, um, this relationship with him. Yeah. 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 They're changed. They're they're Yeah. They're made pure. Yeah. So the verse I was referencing was Romans five, eight, mm-hmm. but God chose his love for us in that we were, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Um, and I think the dead in our trespasses one is in Ephesians. So maybe I'm not dumb, but <laughs> anyway, maybe I'm not one thing that really stands out a lot and wonder when, that is also very reflective of the biblical reality is that um, Ares, after he's talking, while he's talking to Wonder Woman, he says, I never made them do anything. I never gave them the bad ideas. I just said, like, push them a little. Mm -hmm. And that's what the devil does. He never, like, takes control of your body and makes you sin. Yeah. He just whisper like he talks in a whisper and he tries to convince you to do the wrong thing and he just says one little lie that's convincing enough that you could do the wrong thing and that's what he does at the fall so Ares, when he makes man fall in a way in the movie he's just doing whispers he's not forcing them to do anything he's just bringing up an idea that they hadn't thought of before and because man are foolish and selfish and don't trust God in the movie, they start doing the wrong things. And that's what Satan does in the garden. He just, he doesn't make the apple or fruit or whatever it was. I personally think it was a plum. <laughs> You're in the plum camp. Yeah. Cause I just hate plums. Oh, <laughs> I was a plum or a grapefruit. <laughs> oh, dude. I love grapefruit as, as a California boy. Oh my gosh. Pluck those straight from the tree. Put a little salt on it. Mm-mm-mm. That's good eating. <laughs> it's disgusting. That, okay. That's how we eat all of our citrus fruits, lemons, limes, oranges, grapefruit. You pluck anything from a tree and put salt on it. <laughs> Anyway, I'm just trying like apples, like it would just brown immediately. Bananas, like, it's a little salt, <laughs> just a little bit of salt. Well, actually, people already do that for trail mix. Yeah, they dry them though. It's ah, different. Fair. Anyway, okay. moving on. <laughs> um, like he doesn't make Eve eat the apple, and he, I don't even think he, in the biblical story, he mentions anything about making going to Adam and convincing him to do it. No, she does Eve, that on her own. Yeah, Eve's just like, yo, try this. He just tells a lie, and she doesn't bother to go to the Fact person. Check it. <laughs> she doesn't bother to go to the person who is the embodiment of all truth to make sure it was okay, <laughs> even though she knows what he's told him. Yeah. Or her. Yeah. And knows that it's wrong. It's just like. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure thing, dude. Now I get to do what I want. It's like that character like, uh, like Pete Davidson always does for uh, SNL. They're like, oh, okay. I don't know if he has a name. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? I think it's Kyle. Is it named Kyle? I think so. Uh, Moving on. Anyway, but he's just like, oh. Those are funny sketches. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> I love those sketches so He's just much. so chill about everything. Uh, there's, okay. I'm not going to get into it. Anyways. <laughs> Like, people are getting super emotional. He's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> and he always just, like, says, fart. <laughs> like, like, someone says, like, a 
like some stupid word in a. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but oh my gosh, <laughs> those are fine sketches. Moving on, because uh, we know people like that. <laughs> Everyone knows someone like that. Everyone knows uh, that but... <laughs> guy. Everyone knows a Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Point is, like <laughs> Eve. Yeah, she was influenced, but she was in no way forced to do it, and it was of her own decision that she that she did the wrong thing, even though she knew the truth. She chose to believe the lie because if the lie was true, it would benefit her. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what Aerie says at the end is like, I just whispered and I pushed and they did whatever they wanted. Yeah. Anyway. And that, I think the only other thing with Aries is that he talks about like creating peace that will never last in order to make sure wars go on forever. Yeah. That is really interesting. And it may tie into like ideas within the screw tape layers and like how we can get convinced to do one thing. But the only reason we're convinced to do that is because in the long run, it's going to make everything worse and cause more sin and less people come to Christ. Yeah. But we think it's a good thing, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, but I thought that was really interesting. Just, uh, the idea that like in the movie, yeah, this guy's here, but he's only, he's not forcing anyone to do anything. And killing him doesn't change anything. People are fundamentally different. And the what she comes up with at the end is the only answer is love. You have to love people right and show them love and know they don't deserve to be saved in their own right. But anyway, no, they don't deserve to be saved in their own life in their own right. But I'm going to choose to love and care for them and lead them into something better. And I think that's our place as Christians. I think that was God or Jesus's mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from defeating sin and death, yep, which well. is his main mission. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of the secondary function. <laughs> Less important. <laughs> okay. So that's all I have to say. And you add your stuff already. Yeah, unless, I did. I unless did. there was any other thing. No, no, no. I mean that that was that was my that was my primary takeaway. There is just like yeah, like people are fundamentally changed, and yeah. like where do we go with that as Christians? You know, we realize that well, we're born again. Good job, but like also like gotta keep going. Fun- <laughs> fundamentally, like from the time we are born, we are inherently sinful. Yeah. We are cast out of God's presence. Like oh. Well, okay, cool, dog. Yeah. (laughs) So, what are you talking about today? So today, um, I don't, I, I, uh, so here's my thing, okay. What I wanted to bring up was kind of like a dysfunctional family kind of idea, I guess. I wanted to talk about the Fantastic Four, um, and I, I was thinking like old Fantastic Four stories, and I, I thought of like some really cool ideas because of the Silver Surfer, and like I, dude, I, I, being a herald. Yeah, well, you see, that's a... Gang, the power cosmic? (laughs) The Holy Spirit! (laughs) See, here's the thing. Okay, so originally I was thinking, dude, I came up with, like, six (laughs) things that I could talk about. Um, Because, like like I said, I was was thinking about the Fantastic Four, and then right after the Fantastic Four, I started on the Silver Surfer, and then it was, like, the Silver Surfer and, like, how he relates to the... Because there are some, like, quotes that he says in, like, some really old Fantastic Four comics. And Anyway, dude, I, I was just... My Norman Reed stuff was like off the charts. I Norman was... Reed. Norman Reed. What are you talking about? Norman. Who's Norman Reed? Norman you can Reed. just tell me. You don't have to look it oh. up. Do you not know? Or well, Norman Reedus. 
Norman Reedus. The American actor. Boom. Thank you. Who's Norman Reedus? <laughs> I, I, I just missaid his name. I thought his name. He's on The Walking Dead. Anyway! What are you talking about? Never mind. We're moving on. It's, so just, it's, really, it's just like, what? It's just something that, like, very, like, his. Um, Is he super into the Fantastic Four? Not that I'm aware of. Then what are you trying to say? <laughs> no, I, okay. All I was trying to say was, like, he, he just has some, like, weird, like, philosophical psychology, like, spirituality. I, he's one of those guys. Who's like, just he's like, come up with his own thing. Yeah, kind like, of. It makes sense to me. Yeah. But, like, if you talk to him, it'd just be very confusing. And if you ask, like, basic right, questions. Like, the right question, he'd be like, yeah, forget it. <laughs> yeah. And he'd just come up with a new thing on the spot. Honestly, yeah, probably. I really hate to think about that. Ugh. Hey, what were you doing? Um, what are you doing? What am I doing now? You're talking about the Fantastic Four and. <laughs> Silver Surfer. So okay, so here here's the thing. Yeah, I I started thinking Norman Reedus because uh oh and didn't wasn't he also never mind never mind I, I'm sorry I'm not making way too many connections. Um <laughs> uh shoot what uh Silver Surfer his real name your, your joke using Norman Reedus's name yeah no his real Silver Surfer's real name is Norrin Rad uh, okay. and so that's where my brain like cause I, I'm telling you dude I went down like seven like because I was like his name's Norrin Rad and then I started thinking about Norman Reedus and then <laughs> I started, like dude it was weird great. spiritual ideology I, I, dude <laughs> dude it was like I said I came up with so many things that I could okay. talk about but I'm gonna tell a joke right now okay if we are all books uh-huh. with Norman Reedus <laughs> Well, <laughs> if Rob, uh, how many lows could Rob Lowe's rob if Rob Lowe's could rob Lowe's? None. None? Because he's too good of a guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's just too chill, man. <laughs> but the, the thing is, he can't rob Lowe's. <laughs> okay. I don't care if he could. So what are you talking about, Elias? <laughs> so, anyways, um, well, we have, uh, well, think about the Fantastic Four, I obviously started thinking about Stan Lee. Okay. And so Stan Lee, and because I'd already been the Fantastic Four, creator of the Fantastic Four, kind of, <laughs> sorta, uh, Kirby. And be- because I'd already <laughs> Jack because, Kirby, because I'd already been thinking about um, Norman Reedus and his weird spirituality. I started thinking about Stan Lee and his weird spirituality <laughs> because he's somebody who's claimed to be agnostic multiple times, but also has claimed that he does believe in God. Yeah, he's Jewish. Yes, but like well, a lot of ethnicity. Old comic book. Yeah, there's like Jewish. a there's a few books that are called like a few schmucks write comics, and it's about like the old comic book writers uh, and stuff. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I would I would like to read a book, one of those ugh. The, ah! the schmucks of the comic industry or <laughs> stuff like that. That's so dumb. That's pretty great. <laughs> anyway. Um. Moving on. But yeah, I'm sorry, dude. I'm just. I, I'm. So he was oh, ethnically man. Jewish. He was ethnically Jewish. He grew up with a few Jewish religious ideas being introduced mm-hmm. to him through his family. Yes. But... And then as he got older, he started incorporating. He's one of those people who like very like lunchables religion, like very like pick and choose what you want, put it in the lunchbox. Or... Le- well, no, like lunchables. There's a different you compartments. You don't pick and choose what you. Anyway, moving I on. guess yeah. I'll let it go. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't. I, I guess like lunchables Christianity would be more like for people who are like, oh, like God is for Sunday, and it's completely <laughs> separate from everything else. Just like lunchables are for lunch, man. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about the compartments. I understand. Any- <laughs> Let's Stanley. Anyways, 
he just seems to be one of those real like melting pot religion kind of guys. Like everything goes. In There's the pot. a bit of truth in all of it. Yeah, well, he's yeah, exactly. And I'll choose the ones that I think are true. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I really wanted to talk about like the Fantastic Four and how they have like a crazy like family dynamic and like oh like here's Susan Storm and Johnny and like you know how their relationship models that of anyway no. It, <laughs> I, I, I was going to go – I was getting super into it. Maybe and next week. Maybe next week. I don't know. Anyway. Stan Lee. Um, but I wanted to talk about Stan Lee because specifically he's not Christian. Okay. He's super not Christian. Um, it pains me to say because – you know he's dead. Because he's dead. He's not in heaven, I don't think. Um, I mean we didn't know him. That's but. not my call to make, it, it, but it's just like – he just very clearly did not believe. That, he didn't like, show signs. He never once anything. like talked about like he he very he. There are even records of him being like, no, I don't believe Jesus died on the cross. So, like no, like he he or like that he did, but that it didn't mean anything. Um, he believed in the historical figure of Jesus Christ of yeah. Nazareth. But anyway, point is, he he just that was not his shtick. Um, that, wasn't his vibe. Yeah, he, not his cup of tea, man. Um, but point is, so here we have a guy. And so I just, again, I would just want to open up a conversation, I guess. But, uh, it, it's just fascinating to me that there's this guy who just kind of like picks and chooses his religion. Um, and he, along with a, a couple other schmucks, um, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> don't. I can mention the title of a book, but you can't, you, I, you can't, can't call you, them schmucks. You can't call them, but there's a dinner for schmucks. Yeah. Okay. Are any of those guys Jewish? <laughs> Are any of those guys Jewish? What's <laughs> sugar? Uh, weird stereotypical Jewish things. Mm, <laughs> mm, that that ain't it, Chief. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, seriously. I so I just I don't know. I kind of want to open up this conversation for you because you know today has been all about us and conversation and comics. Uh, and comic it's comics. It's all. It's been fun. Like I, I've noticed the past couple episodes, we've just been like progressively getting nerdier and nerdier with our That's okay. comic book. Yeah, it's okay with me. It, yeah, unless everyone hates. Me. I was gonna say. I wonder how the audience is gonna feel about this. Uh, <laughs> but no. Uh, but he claims to be agnostic. He has no real religious. I don't know. Foundation, if you will. Um, but he did build the Marvel Universe, in a sense. He and Jack Kirby and some other guys... Who weren't but, credited. Who weren't credited, but primarily Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. And primarily the other guys. And also. primarily also the other guys. <laughs> but, but like, most importantly, for some reason, Stan Lee... Because he's the face of Marvel. I... I and why him? Because he's charismatic. He's, ca- he's not a good person, though. I don't know. Oh, okay. How would I know? He did... He, I've never met him. Oh, but, like, aren't there a bunch of stories about him being, like, a womanizer and stuff? I don't know. Anyways! <laughs> That's good. He built the Marvel he Universe. He built the Marvel Universe. Anyway, okay, okay, so here we go. This is... Uh, I need to stop. This is it. This, here's the thing. I just wanted to talk about, like, how this person kind of, like, again, like, the whole point of the podcast is, you know, what what's the Bible message in this? You know, how... How can we look at something and say that it was not created in any way by a guy who, you know, like, he did not love God, as far as we're aware. He did not, you know, like, praise Jesus. He did not 
you know, live in a way that was honoring to God. Yeah. But he still created something that, like, <laughs> pretty much outside of your talk today, we constantly find multiple ways in which, like, this world that he made has so many references and so many little tie-ins to these biblical messages. Mm-hmm. And, like, and it, a lot of the times, it's not even, like, super deeply rooted. It's just like, oh, see how this character exactly models this thing? Like, n- like... <sighs> what more do you want from me like it's not even like this deep like i said it's not even like this deep like crazy connection um you know something i would love to talk about on the podcast someday my uh my favorite story ever written is uh i think it's called the spider's thread it's this old like buddhist story um well eh. Okay, I don't I don't need to get into it. Point is, it's this old Buddhist story, and the very, very short summation of it is there's this thief, he's in hell, Buddha's in heaven, and this thief cries out for help, and so Buddha tries to help him get out of hell, but he messes up on the journey back up to heaven, and because of that, he is, you know, cast back into hell. And, you know, like, you can pull biblical messages from that very easily. I just gave it pains me how short that explanation was um and you can already like start to be like oh like okay you know like there's this idea like this common grace that's being extended to this person you know like all you know like there's all these things that you can pull from that Mm -hmm. even though it's from a religion that is so far removed from anything christian yeah so is your idea basically stanley Mm -hmm. Well, say for simplicity, <laughs> yeah, created a huge universe. Yes, and yet it's one. It's super complex, mm-hmm. but it's nowhere near complex as the you know the world we live in. No, even like that has rules and science. It's crazy, but it kind of has rules. <laughs> yeah, but like in co- comic book science, it's crazy, but. It, it has some semblance of reality, mm-hmm. and it does not match up at all to what reality truly is and how crazy and wonderful reality is that we get to experience. Yeah. And in, like, creating this, and yes, it was an amalgam of many different writers and artists and things, mm-hmm. but through this, even if it was just him, he couldn't avoid bringing up certain themes that are very evident in the Bible. Yeah. And so it's less like, here's the specific lesson. Mm-hmm. It's more, some things are just like evident, tr- evidently true to all people. Yeah. And those things also, in our view, <laughs> uh, as Christians, are in the Bible. Um, and I guess it, what you're saying is just the point of the podcast. Yeah, but, exactly. Put, specifically pointing out that a world, a whole universe was mm-hmm. created and the truths are still there in yeah. that universe. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and it, it's not just limited to Stanley, but like, yeah. as you were saying, like in our universe, there are all these rules and everything and it's so complex, but like this common beauty, because my, my idea is that there's like so much beauty and everything in our world this this real world that really exists and God's thumbprint is on all of it. And so like for anyone to create any kind of story, you have to like look at the beauty that surrounds us. And as you're pulling from that, it's like, oh, 
like, okay, you know, this, again, this beauty that we have suddenly, it's like, okay, like, when you're reflecting that into your own dream world, of course, God's thumbprint, you know, it'll be a little obscured. But, but it's, it's on there. It's still there. Because you're pulling from his plans. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And I mean, and it's it's not just, like I said, it's not just limited to Marvel. You you know, for all those, like, Pixar uh, universe theorists, like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like, no, you know, if, if you want to say, like, okay, well, then let's look at all the Pixar movies. Like, okay, they're still there. Like, any, just pulling, I don't know, just pulling this from um this com- the, all these common themes like of course you're gonna run into the bible and i mean the only real verse that i could find i shouldn't say the only <laughs> um <laughs> but like while looking for these kinds of things i uh you know in act 17 you know paul he goes to the greeks and he's in athens and he's just talking uh, uh okay uh <laughs> Sorry, uh, Acts uh, 17, uh, verse 23, I think is what I'm looking at. Yeah, 23. Uh, For as I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, I even found an altar with this this inscription, to an unknown God. So you are ignorant of the very thing you worship, and this is what I am going to proclaim to you, the God who made, this is verse 24, the God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. And it goes on to talk about how, you know, he's not, God is not there to be served by, or yeah, to be served by humans. Like he is serving them and doing all these things for them. And like how he is greater and has all these like way more majestic plans than we do. And, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like he, he's out there and now he's searching or he's, he's waiting for us to search him out. Like we're, you know, we're in arm, he's in arm's reach. We just have to find him, even though he's not hiding. Um, anyway, so yeah, no, that's the thing. Like a lot of these people like Stan Lee, they don't know what they're worshiping. They don't know, you know, it's a, it's an idol to an an entity. It's a, it's the void, but it has a, it's the universe, but it can make decisions. Yeah. Stuff like that. Exactly. It's, it's this idea of just like, yeah, no, like this, like I was saying, it's, this is the unknown God, Mm -hmm. you know, you've built this thing. But you don't even know what you're worshiping. You don't even know what you you just you know there's something there. Yeah. And even Stanley is a person who claimed to be agnostic, still is like and I, I know a lot of people who are like, I'm agnostic, but also are like, but I do believe in you know, like I, I If you believe, okay. Agnosticism includes the caveat that there could not the possibility of that God there not could, existing yeah. is still there. Mm-hmm. What they a lot of people who claim to be agnostic are are more deist, which is God, higher power, something don't know, but there definitely is one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it's just like yeah, there there's so many people out yeah. there who mm-hmm. I just I don't like they they because God is I think as a Christian very evidently there, and I'm not saying that like oh man you have to be stupid to miss it. But, like, a lot of people just, they do miss it. They go their whole lives without realizing what it is, but they're worshiping something. They're building an altar to something, mm-hmm. and they just don't know what it is. And I think as, like, to bring it back into Marvel and the universe mm-hmm. that was constructed uh, through, like, many, many different writers from many, many different origins and mm-hmm. different personal beliefs, there's still, at the end of the day, of the day there's just... 
one thing that made it all that controls everything. Yeah. And even though it doesn't line up with the Christian God perfectly, like it's <laughs> As touched on last week, like they, they built a universe and they can't handle it. Not having some supernatural, fantastical beginning. Yeah. That comes from someone and not just starts existing. Yeah. And even when other comic books in the same universe are like, well, yeah, the big bang, but and they're like asterisks go to the bottom of the page. The one above all. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's stuff like, and it's amazing to me that, like, the idea of creating a universe, when you create a comic book universe, when you create a mythology of any kind, when you yeah. create any world for books or movies or plays or anything mm-hmm. that gets into a cosmic scale, people don't ever, ever have it as the reality that with the, like the big bang reality of just everything always existed. Uh, and so at some point it was in a ball or mm-hmm. at some point it was just a point in nowhere, but everything always existed that, which like you either believe everything always existed. It was just in a bunch of different forms forever. Mm-hmm. Or you believe something made, everything exists and that thing must also always existed, you know, (laughs) like, so, but almost every, like DC, uh, Marvel, dark horse. (laughs) I don't know if they have a universe anymore. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, What is the spawn comics? All that image, image comics. Yeah. They all have like, yeah, there's this thing that created everything. We don't talk about much, but like they can, it's just like, constantly a theme within comics and a lot of books of just something had to make this. Yeah. And like, if we get a choice in the universe, we're making up, we're going to assume it was a personal active being and not just nothing. Yeah. And you know, you could claim that that's just our longing to want meaning and stuff, mm-hmm. but there is, but I can also make the claim that, it's because there is one, and it's just as valid. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. Bring, just the idea of creating a Marvel universe, there has to be something at the beginning. There, ha- There's always a point that goes back to maybe not necessarily Christian themes, but themes and ideas and truths that almost all society believes, and also Christians believe, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyway, but I don't think there's much more we can even say about this. No, 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 no. I mean, not really. Again, it, it's just I wanted to bring up this idea of, like, common beauty. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's all. Because I was like, I don't really think that we've super touched on that before. I mean, it's the, it's the same idea at the beginning of Romans where um, it talks about, like, the people who, like, may have never heard yeah. the gospel. The gospel in God is still evident to them, whether yeah. they choose to recognize it or not. It's still there. Yeah, can't ignore it. Yeah, and a lot of people will probably listen to this and say that's just the Western perspective, seeing how Christianity has influenced things. But we can look back at Greek mythology. We can mm-hmm. look back before Christianity. We yeah. can look back before Judaism had any grasp on the powers of the world. There's always ideas that. And truths that we all recognize as true. Yeah. 
And it's not like I could pull ideas from a non-Western culture, like an Eastern culture that are modern, but maybe they got influenced by Western culture. But if we go back before all this was happening... Yeah, and that's why I brought up that, I- like, Buddha story. <laughs> yeah. Like- the ideas are still there. Mm-hmm. It's still evident to everyone that some things are just true. And that's how we can relate to, like, one, the Bible, two, other stories before then, two, like, Greek mythology, like, the oldest books in the world. Some things are just... Everyone has been thinking they're true forever, and we can't explain it. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting in that chair next week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my chair keeps breaking <laughs> as I sit in it. So, Elias, the lighter of us, the lighter. Will, will sit in it next week. Yeah. All right. So, well, thanks for talking. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you have any ideas or anything you want us to talk about. Some feedback. Feedback would be great. <laughs> um, if you want to, like, bring up a specific story where, like, from an Eastern perspective or a before biblical times perspective that still points out biblical truths. Um, we like can we start a discussion. About, we'd love to hear about it. Um, and maybe you can email us and maybe you can get on the show. Or if you're scared to do that, we'll just read your email. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, thanks for listening. You can contact us at ocvepod at gmail.com or ocvepod on Twitter or OCV on oh my gosh I already I messed it up there right. you go on the third one OCV pod on Facebook you have anything else you want to say uh, you're all wonderful people and I love you very much <laughs> hey <laughs> big news big news big news we were sponsored and clearly they know because they heard our ad we made our first dollar Made a first dollar. We did. He, 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 he made one dollar. <laughs> Noah has. We're gonna get me. four gumballs. Noah, get, <laughs> that's exactly. First thing on the Patreon are getting our us getting our first four gumballs with our one dollar. With our one dollar of sponsor tax money. deducted. Oh. <laughs> Ninety six cents. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, that's... so we got we got to make like one oh six, and then we can go get four gumballs. Yes. Woo! We did it. Yeah, We're you big time now. <laughs> send me a screenshot from your phone that was just like one dollar, and I was like, "Oh yes, that's great." Thanks for listening. <laughs> thank, okay. thank you for this. Bye. Bye. I hit the wrong button again. Oh my gosh! Every week.